You're a monster! Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how we doing? Pretty good. Dude, playoffs yep. started. Great games this weekend. Yep. Some not so good. Yeah, don't underestimate the road teams. Yeah. Or the six games the road teams won. Yeah. Um, a little surprised by a few of them. Not too surprised by some others, but definitely some good games. James, if they haven't subscribed to our channel yet, where could they find us, though? Uh, Twitter, Facebook, at the TFL Monsters, and then Apple Podcasts, Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters. Awesome. Come follow us. Come check us out. Come hang out with us. Love to chat with you guys. But, man, more importantly, dude, Sean Watson with some of these trade rumors, man, yeah. I, I keep seeing it all over the place, so I wanted to chat about it. I can't see it happening. What do you think? Yeah, it'd be really tough. I just They literally just signed him. I don't know. I mean, I guess it just comes down to, like, if you it want is, out bad enough, yeah, you can... Definitely. But I can't I can't be the new GM and exactly. we just got rid of DeAndre Hopkins last year yep. and then trade away your franchise yep. quarterback. Yeah, that's yeah. I because apparently he's just very upset with how the organization handled this year, especially with mm-hmm. like um work with uh social injustices and stuff like that. He was yeah. not happy with how they handled that. Yeah, I and I agree. I mean I don't I don't think it was the, the greatest way. But I mean, even then you look at you know, after all of this going down to the last game of the season, JJ Watt comes up to him at the after the game and was like, Hey man, I'm sorry we wasted yeah. one of your years. And like yep. when you have a player of his caliber come up to you and un- recognizes about how poorly that organization has been for this whole year, yeah. I mean, what do you say now? Yeah, I don't think anyone doesn't understand why Deshaun Watson's mad. No, I like I think everyone understands. Because I mean, at the end of it all. He's a player, and the owners are owners. They own the teams for a reason. I mean, that's it's fine. They make the decisions. But the problem was is you went to him and asked, like, hey, we want your input. Yeah. And then you ignored the list. Yeah. And then, of course, they, there was, a, you know, there was, you know, men of color on that list. So it was like, you know, now you're, again, we're back into a racial thing as well. So it's just, I think it was a really poor thing all around by the organization. But at the end of it, dude, if... If Deshaun Watson gets traded, do you have some landing spots you think well, would be great? I did hear the rumors of him to Miami. Which, That's the biggest one so and far. I, I think I saw. I think I, I think you told me it was Tua and a first for Deshaun Watson. Well, I th- I think right now it's a they've talked about Tua and a first. I think that would be a steal for Miami getting Deshaun Watson for that. Well, I think it would have to be a little bit more. You'd almost have to give him like two firsts or maybe even three. You know, I don't yeah. know about two first rounds and two because I mean, two is still good. Highly, yeah. yeah, he's still a highly touted quarterback. Yeah. But it's he's not Deshaun Watson. <laughs> no, and that's that's the thing. Like we forget, like when Deshaun Watson, like from day one in the NFL, was elite. Yeah, like and then he just hit one. Like I think he was like five games tore his ACL, then came back and was still fine. I mean, he yeah, he's proven it multiple years now that he's one of the elite quarterbacks in this league. Yeah, I thought it was really cool because Dan Orlovsky said on ESPN, he goes, "There's a handful of teams that should not call Houston for this trade." And I think there was like five teams he listed. And he goes, all of the other like 27 oh, yeah. teams should be calling yeah. Houston and be like, what is it going to take? So I think this is going to be a very interesting story going through the whole offseason. I don't know how soon or if it will happen. 
I would be I would be shocked if they do make the trade. But again, if Deshaun Watson wants out bad enough, I I think I think he'll get out. So would be disappointing. But I also I don't know. I kind of would like to see him on a different team anyway. I don't like Houston's team right now. No. Any, you know, the setup, the makeup, the whole team in general. I mean, so. the things could change pretty quickly with Bill O'Brien out of the way if they make smart head coaching and coordinator hires. But well, so far, <laughs> we'll, yeah. s- we'll see. They just want to be uh, what is it? New England 2.0. Yeah, I've all yeah, I've always called them like a plant from New England. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah, it's just a plant in Houston. So. All right. Well, I know we also have some other news we want to jump into as well, James. So what do you got for Monster News this week? Yeah, first one was a little surprising after last week we talked about, but earlier, I think it might have been earlier today or last night, Doug Peterson was fired as the Eagles head coach. Yeah, I'm not upset about it again. No, but the thing, the weird thing is, was like a week ago is all, all the reports were his, his job was secure. So, mm-hmm. and then I saw some port, reports, which is kind of funny is they were like having a meeting with like the owners and Doug Peterson and everything. And they just were not impressed with any of his ideas for the team moving forward. So <laughs> right. There's like, seriously, this is what you have planned. Okay. Okay. Bye. We'll see you later. <laughs> well, I mean, so keep in mind then it, it had nothing really to do with what happened last week. No, so yeah. we were still accurate on, on that front. I do hate what he did last week, but I'm sure he didn't have, doesn't have an answer for how to move forward. Yeah. I mean, are they in a rebuild or are they not in a rebuild? You know, is Carson Wentz still going to stay there? Is he not going to stay yeah, there? Yeah, I also saw some reports that people believe with Peterson gone, there's a better chance Wentz stays in Philly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. So I think we'll have to. I'm curious to see how the Eagles are going to move forward this offseason. It's going to yep. be very interesting. Yep. What else so, we got? Uh, some true breeze news. I saw that uh, some sources close to him expect him to retire at the end of this year. That's sad. Yeah. But I think his contract was up heavily debating too. it at the end of last season retirement. He took a while to make his decision. Mm-hmm. I also saw especially I mean, and they said, especially if it's a deep playoff run this year, it's yeah. more it's more and more likely. Well, and I think they'll win this weekend. So we'll get to that stuff later. Uh, we'll we'll see. I mean, it's going to be really one of the games to watch this weekend. But you're right. If they do make a deep run, you know, and his body, he's been hurt the last two seasons, too. Yeah. So his body's wear and tear. That would be disappointing, man. It would be because I I love Drew Brees. Yeah, and then uh, last piece of news: Allen Robinson. There were some quotes from him on his free agency that everything's on the table. Yeah, I'm which not, I like to hear. Yeah, I don't want to get him there. out of Chicago. Yeah, get him on a team that actually wants to utilize him correctly. Yep. Where do you see some landing spots in free agency for him? Well, I mean, we've kind of talked about it with like same places as like Kenny Galladay, yeah. like Miami would, Miami be, a would cool be cool one. Yeah, I would love to see him in Miami. I yeah. keep saying, but then again, I would love to see Kenny G in Miami too. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of places I could use an absolute top of the line receiver. I mean, Detroit could use somebody now too if if they end up shipping Kenny G. But I don't know if I wanted to see him yeah, in Detroit because I, I don't know what stuff. Happens. I don't know what Stafford's gonna look like. Yeah, teams <laughs> always do that. They like get rid of a player and mm-hmm. then immediately like, especially like what like they'll trade like a draft pick or something mm-hmm. in a package deal for like. To get a receiver, and then they just draft a receiver to replace him. Right. Yeah. Which is fine if they're just a mediocre player, but when you're trading like an elite player, you're like the odds of you getting a player like that back it's out slim. of a draft pick is very slim. Yeah, the Giants were the other team I was thinking of that would be interesting to see yeah. Allen Robinson go to. Yeah, I know they're trying to. They need some wide receiver help. I really could bad. really see Washington mixing a lot of things up this off season. Yeah, I mean, I know they got Terry and then Logan Thomas. Yeah, you know, and obviously they have. But if they bring in a decent quarterback, if they yeah. can find one, 
and another receiver. Carson Wentz is who I was looking yeah. at possibly yeah, we going there. So, earlier. yeah, again, we we don't really know. These are all speculations, yeah. guys. We we have no clue. But uh, yeah, it could be it could be fun. It's gonna be a fun off season, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So you want to go ahead and jump into our wild card uh, weekend recap? Yeah. So what game we want to start with first? Uh, I guess we could hit the Ravens Titans game. So I was a little underwhelmed with the Titans performance. Um, yeah. I mean, even though they, I mean, they only lost by what seven. So yeah, I I was very disappointed when I see this stat line: eighteen attempts for forty yards. Yeah. Usually, Derrick Henry does not follow that. No. <laughs> yeah, they just bottled him up. I mean, Tannehill did do not anything. have a great game. AJ Brown ended up with a pretty decent game, but he was the only player on that team. Yeah, they they just couldn't figure it out. I mean. I don't even think the Ravens' offense really was that impressive. No, it I think it was incredible. just that defense. I mean, besides Lamar and Marquise Brown, who ended up having a pretty decent game, but Lamar Jackson had almost as many rushing yards as he did passing yards. Yeah, I, I hate seeing that though. Oh, it was awesome. I, it's that, fun like, to watch. Yards, but the fifty-yard touchdown run he had was that was beautiful. Very good. Um, I just again, I just think that defense is is just it. It's deadly. Yeah. So. Definitely uh, underwhelmed. But I then, was a little disappointed with J.K. Dobbins' mm-hmm. performance, but it's not like he wasn't efficient or anything. He he was fine on the ground. Well, when you got your quarterback 136 yards on the ground, it's kind of hard for your running back to yep. do the same. So, um, so, but yes, if you didn't see it, uh, spoiler alert: Ravens won, and so they're moving on to uh, play the Bills next week, right? Yep. Jump to the next game. Bears Saints. Yep, this is literally the game we could care the least about. Yeah, it was the game. I yeah, I missed we, most of it. Didn't really care. Yeah, we didn't even watch it. We don't even feel like we missed much. We we anticipated the Saints winning this game. I I will say I anticipated it being a little bit more um, uneven. <laughs> yeah, I just knew that defense and the Saints. They just have they really haven't had a big offensive explosion game recently. So I wasn't really expecting that. Mm-hmm. But that defense is still the Saints defense. They can show up. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the Bears defense showed up pretty good, too. I mean, yeah. th- there was times where the Bears defense looked like monsters. So it's just the Bears offense is a joke. Uh, you know, and again, I think Allen Robinson will be moving on next year. Um, Please. The following year, I'm hoping David Montgomery will be moving on. And <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll just see what happens. And we're still waiting for Matt Nagy to get fired. But yeah. Yeah, no one for the Bears really had a great game. Allen Robinson had a fine game. It wasn't great or anything, but yeah, Montgomery got eight up by that defense. Yeah, it just... No it, passing work. It shows the the expect... Not the expectation, I guess, but it, it shows the how bad the Bears are and the expectation I did have of how poorly they are when you have that beautiful throw by yeah. Mitch Trubisky to yeah. the end zone. And hits your receiver dead in the chest, and you drop the ball. That was a rough one. I mean, that that is one thing I did see, and I'm just like seriously. I mean, when Mitch does have a great throw, I mean it was gorgeous. Not, yeah, it's not as often as you'd like, but you got to catch that ball, man. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas ended up grabbing his first touchdown, which was cool. <laughs> I don't know if you would ever yeah. say that in a normal season, but but I mean, it was nice. Kamara got pretty much everything for the running back group. Yeah, I mean, again, it's that's been their whole offense. Yeah, Murray the, the did end up scoring anyway. a receiving touchdown, but everything on the ground pretty much went to Kamara, which is nice. Breeze 
very mediocre game. Yeah, I mean, two touchdowns, 265. I mean, it's not normal for him, but, you know, the two touchdowns is fine. And again, Alvin Kamara, that's just his MO now. Next game, Browns Steelers. And I did not have a read on this game. I did not know what to expect. And that's about how it played out in my mind. Yeah, I would have liked to have said that the Steelers were going to just wallop the Browns. I, th- I, I thought the Steelers would win. But uh, that's it's not what happened. And honestly, it looks a lot closer than it was. Yeah. <laughs> it really wasn't that close. I mean, the surprising part has been four interceptions, man. I mean, the other thing, though, is he had 500 passes. yards. Yeah, four <laughs> yeah, passing touchdowns. He still had a great fantasy week. He was one of, like, I had him in a DFS lineup that won a decent amount of money. But, the, yeah, the four interceptions were surprising. Yeah, if you wouldn't have thrown those, that, obviously. That offense just gets real lackadaisical sometimes. Though, yeah, for, I mean, all the way up to the offensive line. I mean, again, yeah. the first play of the game was a shotgun uh, hike that went over Big Ben's yeah, head. that almost happened again on the goal line, too. They, right. They had another bad snap. So, it just a yeah, just a bad snap and defensive touchdown. And I, I just couldn't freaking believe it. I like that the the Browns were able to win a playoff game. I'm not going to lie. I yeah. like seeing them succeed. And I, I do like a lot of their team makeup, but I would not. Have, I didn't see this coming. 28 yeah. points in the first quarter. I know. It was funny because I was downstairs doing something and he was upstairs. And he's like, guess the score of the game. And the game had just started. So I was just like, I don't know, 14 nothing Browns. He's like, yep. yep. And then like what, a couple yeah, minutes that later, 28 nothing. And I'm looking at the box so, scores. I'm like, how are they up 28 nothing? I mean, that was the first. I think if I'm not mistaken, they said that was the highest amount of points scored in a playoff game in the first quarter. Yeah. Ever, so I think Washington holds it for the first half. If I'm not mistaken, but I mean, still, uh, 28 points against not only a team that I kind of was thinking was a going to be a good contender for, versus the Chiefs. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, like two months ago. Yeah, Steelers were they were who I was thinking in my mind. That, yeah, they, I mean, I I literally thought they had a chance of getting to the Super Bowl. And you Bowl. could tell that defense was starting to fall Wear apart. Down. Yeah. I think the whole team just some key pieces and yeah. And I someone posted um a, like a screenshot of this the other day and it was just the uh the games that Pittsburgh played this year. And if you really look back at some of them, you know, they barely beat a bunch of teams, you know, and I mean barely beat them. So, I'm kind of not surprised that this debacle happened cuz I think they were one in one in six in their last seven games. Yeah. After starting the season 11 and 0. Well, it couldn't have been that bad, but it was pretty bad. It was bad. So, uh, Nick Chubb, not a bad game. Kind of. No, he had a very good game. I mean, he ended up adding four receptions, 69 receiving yards, and a touchdown to 76 rushing yards. I just love watching him run the ball, man. I do too. He's one of my favorite players. Yeah, Landry had a good game. Like we said, and Austin Hooper, man, over the past month, he has been outstanding for the Browns. Well, I mean, he was really good 11, in Atlanta. Ta- 11 targets in this game. Yeah. Seven receptions, only 46 yards, but added the touchdown. I mean, how do you feel about Baker now? Baker? I mean, three touchdowns, 263. I mean, it's not it's not amazing, amazing, but three touchdowns isn't bad. No, yeah, it's game. not bad. I mean, definitely over the past couple, like maybe two months, he's brought those passing yard numbers up, yeah. and the touchdowns have seemed to follow. Yeah, because that was like the first half of the season. Baker, I mean, he wasn't hitting 200 yards most weeks. Yeah, know, it was, it was, was pretty terrible. bad. Yeah, I don't know what's changed, but I really hope I he still continues. I think this. a big part of it's Odell, which doesn't make any sense in my mind. But like, you just can't 
ignore the facts that when Odell's not in that lineup, Baker plays better and that offense this passing game's better. Well, and I think I think it's because they're a run first team and Odell has an expectation of targets and you know, throw me the ball. Yeah, yeah. but there should still be tons of targets to go around and not for him. Yeah, I, so I do agree. I don't understand. So and uh, I mean the Browns, I mean, their offensive line was beat up in this game. They're missing their head coach. Yeah. Missing people on the line. I yeah, mean Joel Batonio, their like four time pro wooler couldn't play. And yeah, they yeah. lost another one during the game. Yeah, and their head coach was out and you know, I mean they, they look good. So uh Steelers side, Juju and Deontay both had great games. Yep. Juju, I mean, nineteen targets, hundred and fifty seven receiving yards. He is going to be a tough one. If he stays on the Steelers, which I still find doubtful, but if he stays on the Steelers for next year, he's going to be a really hard one to read draft season. Juju? Yep. Yeah. Well, especially in this offense. Yep. Um, James Conner, once again, lackluster in my opinion. Yep. 37 yards on the ground. He did score a touchdown, which is great, but just not I mean, not he, he, went un, he went untouched for that touchdown. You know, I think he's a free agent this offseason as well, so yep. we'll see that. And then, of course, speaking Big Ben, I mean – there's been reports that he's looking at retirement as well. We don't know. I think he still has a year left on his contract. So as long as the Steelers want him back, I think he'll probably he's, Yeah, play. but he's one that I find hard to believe because he's been doing the retirement thing now for, for multiple years in a yeah. row. Yeah. Well, and let's be real. Joshua Dobbs, I think, is their backup right now. It's not, well, yeah, that's they not kind future. of go back and forth between him and Mason Rudolph. Yeah, they're well, both and Mason, the, too. I mean, they're not the future, the future of that no. organization. They're either. barely good enough to be backups. Right, neither one of them. But Ebron had a very good game, saw 11 targets in this one. So, I mean, it didn't look great, but they were still able to put up offensive stats. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they did score 14 points in the fourth to to kind of bring this game back a little bit. But keep in mind, one of those Yeah, I mean, was if like they didn't let up left. 28 <laughs> points in the first quarter to the Browns, this would have been a very close, good game. But yeah. they just could never come back from that. No, that's, that's hard to do. Uh, next game, Colts-Bills. I'm not gonna lie, man. I had the Bills winning this game. Well, yeah, but uh, I thought the Bills. I thought I thought this game. How you kind of thought the Saints would put up a bunch of points. I thought the Bills would blow the Colts out. Wow, it was a much tighter game than that. Yeah, this game was close. <laughs> this game was way too close for comfort. Yep. Um, and yep. and the thing is, man, let's let's just start it off, dude. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, just he didn't have a great efficiency game or anything, but no, but I felt yards, like he couldn't get touchdown. stopped. No. Every time they needed, you know, first down, they needed a yard. He was getting through. Yep. Um, he did get a get a touchdown as well. Yep. Um, Michael Pittman also looked really good yeah, in this he game. Was the best receiver. Jack Doyle outproduced him fantasy wise, but Pittman saw ten targets in this one. Mm-hmm. Which is good for next season, by the way, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Um, I think he's gonna be a he's an, gonna be late, yeah. but he could be yeah, one he of could those be a, he could be one of those guys to target late though. And then Bill side. Allen and Diggs keep it going. Diggs has just been absolutely outstanding this year. Dude, he's gonna be a first round pick next but, year. But uh, there are reports for this week. We we'll talk about it more for the preview of the divisional round. But Zach Moss is out. Yeah, yeah I did hear that too. Um, I don't think it's really gonna matter. But yeah, I like I said, I I think you know at the end of it, I was getting a little nervous that that Colts defense is good. Um, they kind of kept chump, some things in check, but. You know, again, I'm glad to see the Bills get their first uh, playoff victory in quite a while. And again, Josh Allen, man, he just keeps progressing. So yep. it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good game next week. Yep. Uh, anything else on that game? No. Rams Seahawks. Uh, Cam Akers. Well, I was. 
<laughs> that too. Cam Akers was a beast. Yeah, in this game. and then to, to start the game, I thought I was like, ugh, this might this one might be a rough one for him, but he ended up coming through. Well, and it's funny because they ended up taking him out later, and I was kind of upset about it. But then they brought in a oh crud, why can't I think of his name? Malcolm Brown. Yes, thank you, Malcolm Brown. And even Malcolm Brown was was he running was, through the some of the biggest holes. Yeah. So we knew the Seahawks defense is not the Seahawks defense of old. No. They have to kind of outscore you. The Rams defense is one the of the secondary tops. does have a added edge with Jamal Adams in there. You can he just true true. Enfor- he's just an enforcer out there. You can always feel his presence. But yeah, Cam Akers had a great game. He also added two receptions for forty five yards. Cup and Woods. They saw about the same target, same receptions. Cup just had a couple deeper down the field receptions. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's going to be really tough when we get into the preview again. How the quarterback situation is going to play this week because. Goff didn't start the game. Right. That's where I was going to start this. He, you could tell he wasn't all there. He wasn't some of those passes. He was late on a lot of them. He was just sitting in the pocket too long. And then his throwing was underneath the receivers. Yep. One of them, Cooper Cup, ended up making a great play on it. Yep. But yeah, Goff did not look good at all. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you think about it, I mean, your thumb is pretty important when you throw a football. So. He just came off a of surgery. How long it was, ago? I think it was twelve days when the game. Yeah, so when the, to game, the game played, right? So I mean, pretty recent. He didn't start that game, but the uh, Walford, Walford, yeah, Walford, <laughs> who he's okay. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what else. He runs the ball a lot. Uh, he got hit by Bobby Wagner and just got knocked out of that game. Yeah, so they had to play golf. I know. Watching this game, it just made me realize like Bobby Wagner really might be one of the most underrated defensive players yeah, of the so past good. decade. Uh, he's just a big hitter. He's just been around forever doing the same thing. But you're right. I don't know what Jared Goff's going to look like. He didn't look very comfortable out there. He wasn't very confident in his throws or his, you know, his, like his thumb. I don't want to see him come out there and, you know, just get pulverized. But at the same time, what else would you do? It's not like you, you got time to go. Option. Yeah. yeah you, what you going to bring your practice squad QB up and just hope for the best. Kind of already thought that happened. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just going to be another big Kim Akers game next week. But the Seahawks side, it was really DK Metcalf ended up, at, up, up yep. having a good game. I mean, he only he caught less than half of his targets, but he had two touchdowns, one of them on a big play. Mm-hmm. And the beginning of the game, he was getting quite frustrated out there. <laughs> like, Well, there was almost a fight. Yeah, you do not want to be around that guy when he's angry. He needs to stop juicing. He needs to put some fat on that body. Maybe he'll uh, get that roid rage out. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I think that was something we were actually talking about too. Yeah. He just needs some body fat so he can calm down. You know, I think he is an excellent wide receiver, but oh yeah, at the same time, man, he, he is needs young. to. He, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's got to watch the attitude, dude, because he can't do nothing when he can't play. Yep. I mean, there were multiple times this year where he either got in fights or was about. And it to. always seems to be. Keep in mind, guys, Jalen Ramsey runs his mouth, and yo, that's exactly <laughs> what Jalen Ramsey <laughs> so, wants. So he like, wants you out of the game. Oh yeah, less work for him to do. So. You, you got to be able to uh, hold your tongue. But what? We got one game left? Yep. Bucks and the Washington football team. Yeah. I did think the Bucks would end up winning by a little bit more, but the first part of the game definitely played out how I thought it was going to. A pretty close, close score game. Yeah. Uh, you know, to me, I was very confident going in this game that the Bucks were going to win, but I did not agree with a lot of people that were coming out saying that this was going to be a blowout. 
Yeah, I thought they would separate a little bit more in the second half, and they did separate, but I thought it would be a, big, a little bit bigger. Yeah, I, I really thought that this game was going to be close. I thought it was actually going to be closer, but the, I think the thing is, is, dude, you had Henneke, man. Yep. You know, you had a I mean, rookie. put up over 300 yards. You have a rookie coming in to play against Tom Brady in a playoff game. I think it's like his first ever start, so uh, came from the St. Louis Battlehawks. You know, woohoo, Battlehawks. Shout out to you guys. Hopefully you'll be back. Backup. Yeah, the backup on that team, by the way. He came out 306 yards in a passing TD, but then he also had six rushing attempts for 46 yards and a rushing yep. touchdown. And, dude, honestly, like, I don't know how you feel, but next year, I'd give this dude a shot. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, I was very surprised. Yeah, it depends on free agency and the draft goes, but, yeah, I mean, McLaurin didn't have a bad game. Sims, Sims had a great up, game. Yeah, 13 targets, 7 for 104. Yeah, just didn't find the end. Logan zone. Thomas had another good game. So But he looked comfortable, man. I thought his poise in the pocket during this game on a again with a defense that's pretty good. Oh yeah. He he ticked some boxes that I was not anticipating him ticking. So good for him. Yeah. Uh Buckside, Brady. Yeah. Good. Fournette. Oh, it's kind of surprising Ronald Jones did not play in this game at all, which I didn't really kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Yeah, so they said that he was dealing with a like a quad or a hamstring injury, and but he practiced all week. Yeah. So we anticipated that he was going to get touches. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, we weren't like putting him out there to play either way, but Fournette ended up having a pretty decent game, 93 rushing yards, a rushing touchdown, four receptions, 39 receiving yards. Yeah. But the receivers... In this game, Evans, good game. Chris Godwin, good game. Antonio Brown, a little lackluster. He ended up with a touchdown, though. So it was good enough. So all three of them were playable. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy, too, when you when you watch Tom Brady playing out there on that game. There was times where, you know, oh, is this guy's arm ever going to just, like, not work? And he's throwing downfield passes. He's throwing bullet passes. And, dude, it just... I think it's bugging the rest of the quarterbacks in the league when this dude's 42 years old and he's still up. I mean, he's playing like he's 32, 33. I mean, he look he still looks good. So let's go ahead and jump into uh, the preview for next week. Yep. Where do we want to start? Let's start, I guess, with the Saturday games. Yep. So Rams-Packers. Yep. So this is the first time we'll see the Packers yeah, this playoff season. In Green Bay. Green Bay six and a half point favorites. I think a lot of that is because they don't know what, what we're going to do with quarterback. Yeah, it's a decently low over-under, and I think I'd have to lean Packers to cover. Well, it's going to be freaking cold, that's for sure. You're Good. playing in Wisconsin. Um, currently, it doesn't show snow, but I'm sure there'll be snow. But uh, I don't see the Rams coming out on top of this game. <laughs> yeah, I, I find it very hard. I, I'm really going to be excited. I will say this. The Rams' defense is, if I'm not mistaken, they're like one or two on the season right they now. They have to be number one. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, they, they've got to be, but you never know. You mean like just fantasy wise or just like on the NFL? I'm just talking field? about like on the NFL yeah, field. Uh, yeah, like they've got to be one. one. Yeah, I don't I know if they're, they're the top one. fantasy defense, but as far as just team defense in an NFL setting, they've got to be. They're one or two for sure. Yep. And the Packers, they're probably top three offense. Offense. Oh, yeah, not, definitely, definitely. Number what? I'd put them two right behind two? the Chiefs. I was going to say, because I, I can't put them over the Chiefs, but they they got to be yeah, at least two or two. three. 
it's going to be interesting. I mean, Jalen Ramsey, will he cover Devontae the whole season? Yeah, I think, the whole, he, yeah I think he has to. Who's going to come out? On t- I, I'm really kind of excited to see this. But again, the Rams offense is not comparable enough no. I mean, to the one, how good the Packers defense is. The one place be. you could beat the Packers is on the ground. So I do expect another yeah. big Cam Akers game. They've, he, he's been getting all the work. He's been good. So I, expe- I expect that to continue. But I, I, it's hard because Devontae Adams is... The be- I mean, he has to be the best receiver in the league this year. Aaron Rodgers, the MVP of the year. I think, I, I, like I said, I think they're going to win, but I, I don't... I mean, that Rams defense is good, man. Yeah, it is really good. Here's the thing, guys. If the Rams even make this close, it's because of that defense. It is not yep. because of that offense. Um, I also just saw an update that Zadarius Smith isn't going to be... Uh, well, he was limited in practice, so there's a chance he might not play in this game. That's not good. Which also just, again, sure, uh, well, solidifies Cam Akers could have a huge game because uh, he, he's a big part of that defense. But, yeah, I'm taking my shot on the Packers for sure, though. Yeah, Rams side obviously cannot touch a quarterback. I honestly don't think you could touch a receiver. I mean, we saw the receivers last week. I don't think you could touch them again. And then, like I said, Cam Akers I like, and I don't, that's it. Yeah, I like. I mean, I like K makers a lot, but that's it. Yeah, Packers side, obviously, you know, De- Devontae Adams. If you if you can pay up for yeah, him in and a stuff, DFS but... setting, Adams is going to be really hard. If yep. you could do it, it would be like a decent tournament play to catch people off guard because I imagine a lot of people are going to stay away from him. Yeah, aren't going to think about it. Yeah, and then and then I mean, you think this could be a big Aaron Jones week? If you, well, if, you would think, but every time I think that it's going to be a big Aaron Jones week, it's not a big Aaron Jones week. Keep in mind, too, guys, that um, Aaron Donald did not finish the Seahawks game. Yeah, they, he looks like he should be back out there. We'll just see in what capacity. Yeah, because Aaron Jones, his DFS price is pretty good. It's not terrible or anything. Would you take Cam Akers or Aaron Jones, though? Which would you take your shot on? If I, I mean, if they were the same price, I'd take Aaron Jones, but they're not the same price. Who's Aaron higher? Jones is like $1,100 more expensive. Okay, so would you rather pay up for $1,100 or would you rather play, pay down for Cam Akers? Well, just because how they're priced, Nick Chubb's a couple hundred dollars cheaper than Aaron Jones, so I'd prefer him, but well, I don't think Aaron enough. Jones is a bad play. True, that's fair. But Rodgers, I think, is going to be tough this week. Tanyan this week? What do you think? No. No? It, I mean, looking at his targets over the past couple of games, it's been really rough, like two targets a game. What about Lazard? No, it's really, I'm looking at, if you could pay up in like a tournament for Devontae Adams and, and or Jones. Aaron Jones. Sounds good to me, man. Ravens, because that's, that's the one thing the Rams do not allow at all is the big plays. So I right. think MVS is going to be shut down and Lazard just really hasn't been seeing enough targets. They did give up some big plays to Met- Metcalf last week though, but I I I do agree with you. They I don't know, man. It's just gonna be a it's gonna be a really I think fun it's game. It's gonna be to watch. the best game of the week. Yeah. I'm really excited. Well, I wouldn't say the best because I'm actually no. really looking forward to the next game. It'll too. probably be the closest game of the week in my mind. I, right. I, I actually, yeah, I don't know. So Ravens Bills is going to be your night game. Yeah, for this Saturday. one's going to be fun. This is going to be a really good game. You've got <laughs> Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, same draft class, same draft class. Bad blood. Um, you yeah, know, I don't know about bad blood. Well, as far as Lamar feeling cheated that he got was like the latest, the last pick, of the, the last first quarterback, round. you know, pick. But yep. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't. Buffalo's two point favorites. They're at 50 home. Fifty over under, though. Yeah, which is not terrible. Bills can put up some points. Ravens can too. 
Well, and you said, like we mentioned earlier, you stated that Zach Moss is out. Yeah, they did. The Bills did just sign Devontae Freeman to their practice squad, but I just don't think it matters. Yeah, I wouldn't be that excited for that either. But, you know, I think Devin Singletary, I guess, is going to get any touches or probably the most touches. I just don't think it matters. They're both off limits. Let's just run Josh Allen. (laughs) He's been out producing them pretty much every week anyway. Yeah, let's just let's just go with Josh Allen. So looking at this game, just real quick, who you who who would you take your shot on? Just who's going to win? Yeah, just Bills. who's going to win. I like the Bills. I do too. Um, I do like the Bills a lot. I think it's going to be interesting, though, because... I do think this could be a pretty up-and-down game, though. I, uh, the over-under, honestly, I might take the over. 50 points. I think I like them to score more than that. Well, again, the Ravens' defense, I, I kind of put slightly ahead of the Bills. Oh, yeah. The, I would definitely give them the bump. But I would give the Bills the bump on the offensive side. So we're kind of still back to to which of those strengths are going to outperform the opposite weaknesses. So I I just I want I just want to see quarterbacks them on the team are such good rushers like they are it yeah. just it adds an extra Well, and I don't think there's going to be any surprises because the those quarterbacks are who those defenses are going up against they in each practices. They have one main receiver and they're the best rushers on their teams. I would not say that. I feel like Cole Beasley is starting to kind of really creep in there. Nah. I dude, he's nowhere some, close to Stephon Diggs. Well, so. no, but you said main receiver. I they mean, have, yeah, they have like one main go-to guy. But I'm what I'm saying is, is I think Cole Beasley's becoming a, th- a good third-down target. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's always been that. Yeah, this is forte. So Ravens side, who you taking? Love Lamar this week. Lamar and Josh Allen, they're like two hundred dollars price difference. Lamar's a little bit more. I love Lamar this week. He's yeah. just been on fire. Yeah. So you're you're looking at Lamar over Josh Allen this week? Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, running back-wise, J.K., he's okay priced. I just, I don't know, last week I was expecting a little bit more. I do like Marquise Hollywood-Brown again a lot. He had a good week last week. I like him again in this one. Mm -hmm. And then Andrews is Mark Andrews. Fair enough. That's fine. Uh, Bill's side. I mean, I like Josh Allen, but if I'm picking one, I would prefer Lamar. But Josh Allen's also a good play. Okay, where's Stefan Diggs at this week? Diggs, he's up there. He's the third highest priced. He is on the injury report, so you have to watch that. $7,300 isn't terrible, but uh, 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 there's other places I prefer this week. Yeah, that's that's fair. And again, we don't really I care mean, about the I mean, it could be game. completely wrong because he's just been ultra consistent this year. He's Yeah, he's been dominant. I think, again, I think he finished the just the regular season as the third, third, yeah. third best wide receiver. So... Which, unfortunately, in my power or my my initial rankings, he was not that high. No, which is so, very disappointing. Are you, I forget who you said who you're taking in this game. I'm taking the Bills, uh, mostly just because I really just want to see the Bills win. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to see. I want to see the Bills play the Chiefs for some reason. I yeah. don't know why. I really have no clue. I just want to see it happen. I just think it would be a, a really really fun game. Who do you think would give the Chiefs more fits? The Ravens or the Bills? have to say the Ravens though yeah I don't know I think the Bills well here's why again the Ravens defense is really good they're way it's a way better defense to me see the defense the isn't what I'm worried about against the Chiefs well if you have to score points but it's still Lamar yeah it is I mean yeah they're both I honestly the Ravens and the Bills are very similar in my mind I mean think about who the Chiefs lost to two teams yeah but which two teams not good ones yeah, I agree. I mean, they're not great teams, but one of them was the Raiders, and I really wouldn't expect 
the Chiefs to lose to the Raiders, and they did. Exactly. Now, Carr did have a good game. But I realize when you have a really good defense or you play the scheme, if you can play a scheme that can get pressure on Mahomes, he gets flustered, just like any other quarterback. So I think the Ravens defense would be able to accomplish that better than the Bills. Yep. So talking about the Chiefs, they're the next game. They're the Sunday afternoon game against the Browns. Chiefs, 10-point favorites against the Browns. Chiefs are at home, 56-point over under. Do you think the Chiefs are going to win by that much? Because obviously, you think the Chiefs are going to win, right? Yeah, I mean, that would be stupid for me not to. 10 points? <laughs> How do you feel about that? I I think it's a tad high. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I think the Chiefs are definitely one of the best teams if not I the just best team wish the Browns weren't in the playoffs because I have no idea how to read that team well yeah I don't either I mean it, it, a lot's gonna I mean if they played like they did against Pittsburgh there's a chance that you know they can at least make this a close game yeah but the Chiefs aren't gonna play like how Pittsburgh's offense played I 100% agree with you they don't make those mistakes you know I think the Chiefs have the most high-powered offense and they have a very very capable defense I mean I don't even think Patrick Mahomes has four interceptions on the season I don't actually know that offhand, so that's fine. Um, I'm going to be honest, though. I think there's a chance that this is going to be a blowout. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'll just end it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, I really don't know what else to say. I mean, when we're looking at the Brown side as far as DFS goes this week, yeah. I know you said you like Nick Chubb. Yeah, I love Nick Chubb. Baker, I mean, he's super cheap. I don't hate it. But if you if you anticipate this being a blowout Chiefs game, there's no way you're going to want to play Baker Mayfield. Well, I mean, garbage time. Doesn't that could matter. make it work. The uh, yeah, I want lo- three touchdowns out of my quarterback. There's no way that's going to happen. He could, yeah, it could. I mean, dude, Chiefs can easily score almost 50 points by themselves. That's fair. If they wanted, I mean, if they wanted to, they could do whatever they want. Technically, 54 to 21 is still a blowout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but more players on the Brown side. Like I said, I love Chubb. Landry, I don't I like this week too. But Austin Hooper I love this week at the tight end position. Well, there's not a lot of tight ends that you can kind of go to. He's super cheap and he's been incredible over the past month. You're definitely not going to try and play, pay up for Kelsey, that's for sure. No, it's yeah. It's just probably $8,000. So, if you have to pay down, Austin Hooper could be a really good I mean, way yeah, that's a $5,000 difference between Travis Kelsey and Austin Hooper. I'll tell you where I'm going to take my shot later, but uh that's fun. Okay. Do you have anything else for this game? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I just think he's a little too high-priced, uh, but he's probably going to have a great game. I do mm-hmm. like Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He's expensive, second most wide receiver. I do like him a lot, though. And Kelsey, I just I just don't know how you ever fit him in your lineup. Yeah, you can't. It's too hard. I mean, would you? it's almost like you, if you take a shot on Kelsey, like it's almost the same price as like a Tyreek Hill anyway. No, they are. It's I mean, it's just two hundred dollar difference. Yeah, it's just crazy to me. So, uh, Bucks Saints. Yep, in New Orleans. New Orleans three point favorites. Yeah, so this is a Sunday night game. Fifty two point over under. How do you read this game? I'm a little surprised that the Saints are three point favorites. Uh, I I really think I would have done a stat. Line. I would have given the three points to the Bucks. I would have said the Bucks would be really? three point favorites. Yeah, I would have, or even made it like a stat line of like one. So you think Bucks are going to win? I I think the Bucks are going to come out on top on this game. I lean Bucks winning too. I just, I mean, don't get me don't get me wrong. I mean, the Saints defense is very good. You know, they got Cam Jordan, uh, Marcus Lattimore, but 
there's just too many things on the Bucks' offense to really yep. that can give them fits. Yep. I mean, you've got three very talented wide receivers. Leonard Fournette is still a very capable running back. I mean, it's Bruce Arians' offense. Tom Brady has been looking very good. Yep. Yeah, I see it the same way you do. Yeah. So, Bucks side, all three wide receivers this week look all right. Yeah, well, first we'll start with Brady. I do like Brady this week. It's not the best matchup in the world, but where he's priced, I don't mind him. Running backs, I looked at Fournette, if Ronald Jones is still going to be out. Fournette's really cheap, but this matchup against the Saints, I'd prefer it's gonna it to be tough. somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Saints, right, they I mean, don't they give up a lot of... They absolutely swallowed David Montgomery up last week. Well, they just don't give up a lot of rushing yards. No, at all. So, yeah, getting to the wide receivers... Evans and Godwin are pretty much the exact same price, and Antonio Brown is a little bit cheaper. If I had to pick one, I'm going Godwin. He's been pretty consistent over the past few weeks. He's been seeing the most targets. I like Godwin the most. Yeah, I hate it because, you know, Evans Evans is not a bad play, but he has historically had fits with Lattimore. Right. Lattimore reads Evans pretty well. I was almost going to say I might take my shot on Antonio Brown. Um, he's just not seeing, uh, he's just he's not getting, getting the targets the end zone, but yeah that, that's what makes I'm it I'm just tough. thinking that if Lattimore shuts down Mike Evans there's a there's an there's opportunity there I, I will probably go Chris Godwin I mean I think well. all three are probably going to have a good game again but I, I like Godwin the most yeah I could see I could see that I just think that there's a chance that Antonio Brown could have a pretty solid game yeah I'm not looking at Gronk he's just see, it's been real bad lately yeah he has um, I was actually thinking about Gronk though in this game just because, again, it's a defense that can that can swallow up some pieces, and he might need to be the red zone guy if Mike Evans is getting, yeah, you know, just swallowed up by Lattimore. So there's a chance he could see some targets in the in the red zone. Yeah, same side. I'm not looking at Breeze. Nope. Kamara is he's the highest price by a decent amount. He's eleven hundred dollars more expensive than the second highest price. Don't he's even going to be really can. hard to fit in this week. Yeah, but I do like Michael Thomas. Yeah. His price really didn't change since last week. He's only $6,700 against Tampa, whose secondary has waned over the second part of the season. He saw the targets last week. I do like Michael Thomas this week. And then yeah. Cook, he's not a bad tight end play. I just, I really love that Austin Hooper play, and he's cheaper than Jared Cook. Yeah. So, say for instance, you can't fit Austin Hooper in your lineup, just hypothetically speaking. Where would you take your shot on that next tight end? Well, so you mean they'd have to be cheaper? Yeah. Well, I mean, Austin Uber. I mean, the only one with any decent is Gronk, who's $200 cheaper. Besides that, you're looking at like Dawson Knox, Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett, guys like that. Okay. So Austin Hooper's already kind of a low. Yeah. 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 Got it. So that's our recap and preview for this coming week. Our weekend, I should say. We're going to go ahead and jump into our DFS picks. Uh, quarterbacks, we kind of stated earlier, Lamar Jackson against Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, it looks this great. Play. Second highest quarterback at six, uh, sixty-seven, seventy-six hundred dollars. Yeah, um, and then Tom Brady against New Orleans at sixty-three, fifth highest. If you're going to pay down a little bit, Tom Brady could be a really good. Yeah, option. if you want to go real crazy, you could look at Baker. Yeah, he's dirt cheap. That's I feel like that's more of a tournament play. I, yeah, I also just be careful if you do think that game's going to get blown out, though. I mean, I just. See, yeah, that doesn't bother me, a blowout like that. I, I mean, it makes him have because, to pass a lot. Exactly. <laughs> it makes him have to pass a lot. So, there you go. Running backs, though. 
Yeah, I like Nick Chubb a lot. Third highest price, $6,600 against the Chiefs. And I mean, even if it was a good matchup, I just wouldn't really care. Chubb is just... He's, Nick he's good enough to overpower any defense. Yeah, And then the play I really like, Cam Akers, again. He's a little bit more expensive than last week. $5,700. He is the fifth highest priced running back, but there's only four games this week. Eight teams. There's not a lot of not a lot guys of running backs left. Go yeah. I do like Cam Akers. Like we said, Aaron Jones. I, I honestly wouldn't mind a three-headed, put one of them in your flex, have all three of them in your lineup if you can make it work. Yeah. I agree. That would be that'd actually be kind of a dangerous fantasy lineup if you could do it too. Uh wide receivers, Tyree Kill, second highest at eight thousand against Cleveland. Yeah. I mean it's just Tyree Kill. Yeah, though. you gotta watch the injury report. Yeah, he is by far the most expensive player on this list so far we've talked about. But I like him more than Devontae Adams. Yeah, just because of price point. Devontae Adams was what'd you say what Devontae Adams was was it eleven hundred? No, he's not no, he's not that high. Oh, you mean price difference between the two? Yeah. It's only $600, $600. but the matchup does scare me. Got it. Um, Michael Thomas also against Tampa Bay, 67, yep. fourth highest. You know, again, if you need to, to drop some some cash, go a little bit lower in the wide receivers. Michael Tom- It's Michael freaking Thomas, too. Let's, yeah. Let's keep that in mind. <laughs> it's still Michael Thomas. We also got Chris Godwin, 6,100, sixth highest against New Orleans. And then... You need to kind of go a little bit deeper. I'm surprised his price did not jump. That he much. had a great week last yeah, week. Yeah, and it's so, pretty much the exact same price. Yeah, Marquise Brown against Buffalo at 5,200. He's the 11th highest wide receiver. Could be a really big week for him. Yep. And then tight ends. I put Andrews on here just because I just don't know how you fit Kelsey in there. Andrews, second highest price, $5,000. Mm-hmm. That's still almost $3,000 cheaper than Travis Kelsey. But the play like I've talked about so far on the show today I love the Austin to play this week. Yeah, yeah he. I, I don't see how he's not in every single one of my lineups. Yeah, 3,800 fifth highest against Kansas City. And it's a good matchup, too. Yeah, I mean, would you even try to do a Baker-Hooper stack? I think that could work. I think you could even throw like a Landry in there, too. Triple-headed stack. Wow. I've never been a huge fan of the triple-head stack. I always feel like I get burned, but... Yeah, you either get... You either get a lot or you, or you either win big. Yeah, so... But that's, that's the lineups that win big. Yep. Too, so... So those are our DFS picks for this week. Uh, but James, if they wanted to let us know how they're doing in their DFS games, where could they find us at? Yeah, uh, Twitter, Facebook, at the TFL Monsters, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters. And, I mean, you probably should have if you used our picks last week. So I had a pretty decent Yeah, you week. had a dominant week in some DFS games, winning some, some nice cash. So let us know how you guys are doing. But thanks again for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. We'll catch you next week. Have a good one. For you, I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood, I can be rotten. I can be cool, man, like a fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you.